0: Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this afternoon. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah mm-hmm glory 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 hallelujah Oh uh, God, we have in baptism today so I will try to keep this part short um, but I want to talk about something that's that we do not talk about much in the church in the church we focus a whole lot on what is God's will what is God telling me to do and we scratch our head a lot about trying to figure out what God is instructing us to do what is his what is his will? but I realize that in the church many times that we are we're hiding behind God and hiding behind the Bible rather than living the Bible and what I mean by that is It is God's will that you have free will. Which is something we don't talk about a lot. It is God's will that you have free will. It is God's will that you have choices in life. Not that he makes every choice for you. Hmm? Now, obviously we're not talking about obvious sin. There are things that are sinful. There's things that is, you know... And all the things that are sinful is harmful to you not when you die and go to heaven is harmful to you in this life and in the consequences in the next life but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about God's will in God's will there is a free will in God's will many times he's wanting you to make a decision through faith faith expressing itself through love He's wanting you to make a decision rather than make a decision for you. Hmm? The Bible would even say, make up your mind who will you follow today. So he wants you to make a decision in life. And many times the reasons we don't have blessings in life is because we never made the decision. Now, we love to preach... You know, if it's God's will, if it's God's will, you know, what is God's will? What does the Lord want me to do? And we would also say that, uh, Lord, just tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. But at what point is that a cop-out? Hallelujah, I'm scratchy. At what point is that a cop-out? At what point are we just, you know, it's kind of like... It's kind of like some people in life, you know, they want you to make decisions for them and when it doesn't work out, they want to blame you. But unless you have faith, it's not going to work out.
1: Because
0: I realize, you know, there's a lot of people that I run across, they want me to make decisions for them, but they really don't want me to make a decision for them. They want me to take the responsibility of the decision. Hmm. and many ministers and prophets fall into that trap of telling people what to do and telling people what to do when they don't have faith Hmm. but the truth is you just want me to take the responsibility Hmm. so if I tell you to do this and this and this you want me to take the responsibility and so when I take the responsibility then your faith is inactive. That
1: is, so true. Hmm. that is so true. Wow.
0: The Lord wants you to make decisions. Many times the reason that you're not blessed in life is because you never made a decision about life. The reason you're not blessed in your marriage you never made a decision about marriage. The Bible says and you cannot contradict the Bible Bible says if you marry it's trouble read the Bible Paul says I'd like to save you from this trouble it's trouble your devotion will be divided it's trouble okay so it's trouble so if you still want to marry that's fine that's some of the contents of the scripture that we have uh, uh, surrounding the scripture we have on the board. It's what it is. It is not paradise, it's what it is. Yes? Yes. One dummy will make a thousand mistakes. two dummies will make ten thousand mistakes. <laughs> uh-huh. So if you thought you was dumb before marriage, what do you team up with another dummy? but in the church and the thing is some of you are in here this morning you want God to make a decision for you but you don't have the faith to make the decision yourself Hmm? again we're not talking about obvious sin right we're not talking about obvious things we're talking about other things decisions we do not make decisions We don't like to make decisions. We like to make decisions, but we want somebody else to be responsible for those decisions. Now, our scripture on the board, it pertains to a particular uh, incident um, or circumstance, I should say, that was going on in the church. And it was about individuals that was pledged to be married to a virgin. This is the contents around the scripture to a a virgin to be married evidently for a number of years it's been going on and she was actually getting older and so you know uh, um, so Paul says okay if if you want to marry then it's okay go ahead and marry the person even though you know that marriage is trouble you know, and you know your, your devotion to God is going to be divided. But if that's what you want to do, then marry. You have done right. But it also says, but the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. Yes? Now that doesn't mean that this virgin's not going to puncture your tires.
1: <laughs>
0: and any other thing that you know. Uh, You see, when you get engaged, you should do a credit reference. I mean, you you need to find out, is this person violent? (laughs) Do they have a history? (laughs) You know, because they may not like you saying, nah, I decided I don't want to get married. (laughs) All right. Before we look at this a little bit more in detail, if we go to Romans uh chapter 14 5 I believe if we go to Romans chapter 14 5 it says some some people consider one day more special than another day so it's talking about like a uh, um, you know like a, a Christian day like Easter or Christmas like that you know you see it more valuable but another person sees every day the same some people see Sunday the most valuable day of the week. Some people see Saturday. But for some people, they may have such a relationship with God. I can't make Sunday special because every day is special. That that would be my case. I can't make Sunday special because to make Sunday special, I have to make Monday less special. And for me... God is God every day. But that's in everybody's own mind. So one person may see one day more valuable than the next day or more special. And the other one sees them all the same. The Bible says that both have done right. One person may eat meat. Another person may eat only vegetables. Both people have done right. So here's a case where You need to make up your mind. Right? You need to make up your mind. Now, it said quite simply, who has settled the matter in his own mind. The Bible says everything that is not done in faith is sin. And here's a little piece of wisdom. Faith is being convinced in your mind. Faith is when your mind is settled. You can't have faith if your mind ain't settled. So you have settled the matter in his own mind who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will. So here's this man that, you know, that on this case he's deciding not to marry this virgin who's getting older, you know. Um, so he's decided, no, no, I ain't going to get married. But when he tells her, here comes the tears and, you know, the, the cursing and I want to kill you and I want to do This is where all this drama comes. And so you ain't got control over your own will, so you give back into it. Do you know how many people I have prayed for that has been in an adulterous relationship? They make up their mind in my office, in the prayer room. They make up their mind yes this is wrong I need to get out of this relationship you know because this is adulterous I need to get out of it either they're married the other person's married or both of you married I need to get out of it so I'm cutting it off Hmm? we throw the devil in the pit I'm cutting it off they feel good they got confidence until they meet face to face with this person (laughs) and all the emotion starts coming and somehow they just uh, I'll do it tomorrow so <laughs> you don't have control over your own will you have not made up your mind what is right now in that case it's obvious that is wrong but how many other decisions you're trying to make in life you can't make up your own mind to be under compulsion means somebody is trying to control your thinking they're trying to control your thoughts you don't have your own mind somebody else is controlling your mind Sometimes I've seen, I've seen uh, people that are 30 years old, 40 years old, and their parents are still controlling them. They don't have their own mind. That's why they don't have their own house. Some people don't have their own husband because they don't have their own mind. Or you've got a wishy-washy mind. It's not that you're unattractive. It's not that you can't find somebody. You ain't made up your mind yet. That this is what you want. Now, we're taking in consideration that all things are through prayer and petition, that, you know, it is the right thing, right? You have not made up your mind. You, you can't, you must have God's will in you because that's like this virgin, you know. She might be a serial killer. God may say, you need to get away from her. <laughs> Forget the tears, you know, get out. Oh, yes, and do it in the daylight. And take the police with you. <laughs> and break it off. Yes, and move and don't tell nobody where you're going. <laughs> the point is is you got to make up your mind many times you are praying to God to give you an answer God has given you some insight it says if you seek wisdom that God will give the wisdom with to any without finding fault you you may be a long time bank robber and you say Lord should I rob this bank he'll still speak to you He'll give wisdom without finding fault. However, you must believe. Otherwise, you, you're wavering like the, the, uh, the waves of the sea. And you, do not, you should not think that you're going to get wisdom from God. Why are you not going to get wisdom from God? Because you do not believe. Some of you have things you've been asking God about. You can't find no answer. You can't find no answer because your mind won't let you find an answer because you have not made up your mind. See, when you ask God, Lord, should I marry this person or should I go in this business or should I do this? And the Lord says, yes, my child. And you say, amen, hallelujah. But tomorrow your God changes his mind. No, that's a God of your mind. That's you not making up your mind. And a lot of times the reason you can't hear from God because you ain't made up your mind And another reason you can't hear from God, because you ain't made up your mind to do what God tells you. God is not going to tell you something and you say, nah, I don't want to do that. Because now, you are really heading for trouble because God gave you wisdom and you didn't use it. It's better for you not to know God than to know him and turn your back on him. What does that mean in relationship to what we're talking about this morning? It is better not to hear anything God has to say about the subject if you're going to turn your back on what God tells you. But there are some things when the Lord says, what do you want to do? Make up your mind. And in all the frustrations, you say, God, I don't know what I want to do. God says that's because you're a wimp I didn't make you like that not only you're a wimp you have two different minds and one of them is not even yours and some of you in here have three or four different minds huh? yes there's a man in here you have your mind it is the smallest your wife has your mind And it looked like your mother or somebody else got your mind. And your mind ain't even the biggest. Somebody else is controlling you. I've seen grown men. They can't make a decision until they talk to their mama. Whatever mama says. Not what God says. The Bible says, clearly, you should not call somebody father. I think that also means you should not call somebody mother you can't make up your mind but this is what we love to do we love to blame God well God won't tell me what to do we love to blame the church well the church is not telling me what to do or the pastor told me to do this but I'm not sure see we want to pass blame we don't want to make a decision and be responsible for the decision that we make God says I'll go with you yes maybe there's somebody you want to marry maybe there's a business you want to start the lord says okay and then you change your mind well i don't know you have no faith in god because we don't understand that sometimes the lord puts the decision in your hands And if you just sit down and think about this for a moment it makes perfect sense God doesn't say time to get up Uh, don't brush your teeth go get dressed first I mean there may be times in life when the, the the Lord will speak to you because it's to save you from something But we're looking for all these instructions on how to move about everything. And the Lord says, You're a co heir with me. You got to make some decisions. And you got to trust me that once you make that decision, and I say, Okay, I'll go along with that. Once you make that decision, you got to know I'm going to be with you. See, I could prophesy a house to you. Get a house. And then you say, I prophesy a house to you. The Lord's going to give you a house. Yes? But you got a wall that's got a crack in it. So you want me to fix a crack? You didn't ask for a crackless house. <laughs> Some things... Or, or I prophesy a house to you you get a house pastor you prophesied a house to me but it needs painting houses always need painting but I don't have the money no you you, you want me to move in and take care of the house all houses have responsibilities all husbands have responsibilities. They all have to need they all need to be fed. Yes? You said, "Why I didn't know I had to feed him every day. <laughs> well you should have read Google and found out what a husband is. <laughs> responsibility but here's the thing don't back up on God don't back up on God if you ask the Lord for a house if you ask him for a fish he's not going to give you a serpent he's going to give you a house you're going to have taxes you're going to have paint you're going to have all this stuff but he's going to be with you but you can't back up and say Lord why don't you give me this house huh? Adam said why you give me this woman you know what I mean? Married people saying, God, why you give me this person? Because you asked for the person. But I didn't know there was like that. You should have Googled. You should have read your Bible. It's trouble. <laughs> Well, they don't, let, they don't want me to go to church all the time. You should have read your Bible. Your devotion is divided. But in the process, the Lord will counsel you and help you to make good decisions. But once you make the decisions, there is responsibility. Huh? You know how many people make children and don't realize you've got to feed them? <laughs> You don't realize you got to cook dinner for them, make sandwiches for them. You got to walk them to the school bus, huh? Of all the children, have you ever seen a small baby that sleeps through the night? You think yours is gonna sleep through the night? Uh, you ever see a child that didn't have homework? Did you have a homework when you was a child? <laughs> What did you ask for a child if you're so lazy? (laughs) Now you know why your mother got ugly and fat. (laughs) So why you think you ain't gonna get ugly and fat? Taking care of the children. And look like you're just one step above homeless. (laughs) You've got everybody else looking good, but you looking terrible. <laughs> Hello, you asked for a big family. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, taking care of your children is not work. It is love. It is the responsibility of the blessing that you ask God for. And you must see it so. But you got to make some decisions in your life. There's no paradise in this life. You ask for a job. Have you ever seen a job that don't come without a boss? No. Have you ever seen a job that you don't have customers that are a pain? It's there. You have to make decisions. If you don't want to marry, don't marry. If you want to marry, marry. Quit asking me what you need to do. Do you know how to cook? Hmm? Do you know how to stay up late? Ironing and doing all that stuff, you know. Quit asking me. What you want to do. And make a decision in your life. Huh? You just, you're wrestling with things. This is I have learned with God. He's not going to tell you every little thing to do. Now, myself, I know sometimes I don't always make the best decision. I say, Lord, what do you think I would like to do here? Lord help me make this decision and so he will begin to give me some information or some wisdom he'll show me things now what do you want to do see if we didn't make no decisions we wouldn't be living we'd be robots You gotta make decisions A lot of us are kind of messed up today because of all the bad decisions that we made. That's why we need to consult the Lord and say, Lord, what's the right thing to do here? But some of it's just a process of life, you know. You, you, you're learning to walk up straight. You're, you're learning to do things better. You're learning not to make so many decisions. You learn that wrong does exist. But even when you get saved, you still have to make decisions. You have to make decisions. But guess what? When the Lord gives you a decision, he is with you in that decision. Hmm? You want to be in ministry for full time? Come, let's go. You want to be in part time? Come, let's go. Hmm? Because I've I've seen a lot of these individuals they wrestling about whether they want to be full time or part time. Well, I don't know what God wants me to do. Do you really think as big as God is, and as small as you are, God is saying, no, you gotta serve me. I ain't got no other life for you. You gotta serve me. What can you do? Your little self, what can you do? To serve God is a choice. To get saved is a choice. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to get saved. Yeah. Yeah. Did nobody make you come to church? If the Lord says, hey, go to church, well, that's because you wanted the Lord to direct your path today. Or you've already asked the Lord, Lord, watch over me. So you knew you needed to go to church today. I have a word for you today. Come but in that process there's still that choice it is not love without choice it is not love without choice that's why it says the only thing that matters is faith expressing itself through love okay you want to come worship me on Saturday come you want Sunday okay you want to come every day come huh make you we're going to end up in heaven with a lot of people that's made to be saved no God will reveal himself to you and it's your own heart that says Lord I I, I love you it's his spirit you open yourself up to be loved by God and to receive him sometimes people don't want a father sometimes they don't want a God can you make your children love you You can't even make them clean your room. (laughs) Uh, Yes, you could beat them. You could threaten them. And they would clean the room. But God's going to beat and threaten you so that you be loving? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. can we make bad decisions yes god is still with us in the bad decisions but we're not really talking about a bad decision we're talking about decisions that god has given you i believe the free will of god is this way if there's something that is harmful to me the lord is going to he going to let me know. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. He's going to give me the signs. No, no, no. Stay away from that. But everything in life is not wrong and right. What color of socks you wear today? I don't think fits in that category. <laughs> huh? But some of your ladies who stand in front of the closet, Lord, what do I wear today? You only have five dresses that you consider appropriate for church. Oh, Jesus. What did you wear last Sunday? All right, don't wear that one. Now we got it down to four. <laughs> <laughs> pick one. But whichever one you pick, put on a smile. Put on a smile. Uh, now, sometimes I've seen God do some strange things with clothes. And you say, well, I was going to wear this. And the Lord says, wear that. But that's what any husband would do. He'd say, honey, I like that dress. God might say that. Yes. But I don't think there's a wife in here that wants their husband to pick their clothes out every day. Hmm i don't think there's a man in here there that, that wants the woman to pick their clothes out every day but one thing is for sure when a man changes the way he dressed that influence didn't come from another man you know not unless there's some skittles in there that influence didn't come from no other man, you know. Not, that woman unchanged the way he dressed <laughs> 30 years 40 years the man liked the way he dressed and then all at once he changes the way he dressed uh, 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 uh. Mm. see women change their appearance when they get a big belly men they change their appearance when they get new clothes when they got new clothes uh-huh they got somebody mm is the decision you need to make in your life because that's keeping you broke you're wavering with something you're wanting God to tell you what to do and the Lord he says okay do this you're, nah don't want to has anybody ever been tried to make a decision you've tried to make this decision and you ask somebody right I, I don't know maybe it's dress whatever you ask somebody um, what do you think about this? And, and you say, yes, I like that. Nah. Anybody ever do that? You ask somebody their opinion, they tell you, and you do right the opposite. What we do to man, we do to God. You can't make up your mind. The reason you can't make up your mind, you don't trust God that you've got a decision. God tells you something, you think he's trying to trick you. He's getting you back for your wandering eye. (laughs) No, God's trying to trick me. He's trying to trick me. So I'm going to do the opposite. Because you don't trust God. Yes, there's some yes and no's in your life. And you need to respect those. Because it will hurt your head and come out of your bank account. There's a lot of things in life that you got to make decisions about. Marriage, you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. Yes, this is a person I'm married to. It's gonna work. Yes. You can't be married and looking over the fence. Because once you do, you, you, I mean, in church we would say you invited the devil in. But the truth is, you invited a wavering mind now you're comparing you have to make a decision and you have to hold on to the decision that you make and if God gave you a decision God is gonna walk with you through the decision yes David goes out to fight Goliath God goes with him Whatever the decision is you make, you must believe that God helped you make the decision. And you must walk that decision out and trust that God is with you, not waver in it. Because when you begin to waver, look at Peter walking on the water. The Lord says, come Peter. What caused Peter to sink? because he began to doubt now the the scripture would say he saw the storm and all that but see that's just some of the aspects of it then peter begins to doubt did the lord really tell me to walk on this water we begin to question and waver we don't stay with the decision you got to make the decision yes now what the lord is going to do is isn't this scripture here where it says uh, who has settled the matter in his own mind who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will. Under no compulsion. That means you're not under somebody else's will. Because sometimes you're saying, Lord, I want this. But it's not you. It's somebody else's will. Lord, this is what I want to do. Sometimes young people say, okay, I, I want to I be a doctor, but it's not their will. That's not what they want to be. That's somebody else's will. It could be their parents' will. It could be their aunt's will. It could be a teacher's will. It could be somebody else's will. See, the Lord is not going to say yes to somebody else's will because you're not the other person. So there are times when you need to say, Lord, what do I want? Help me to decide what I want. But you're going to have to make the decision. But the Lord will even show you, listen, I've told you what to do. But you're allowing this other person to to influence you too much. You don't have control over your own will. There's this this, uh, compulsion there that somebody's making you feel guilty. Or somebody's making you feel like you don't know how to make the right decisions. See, some of you in here today, you don't feel like you can make a decision because all your life everybody made you feel like you couldn't make the decision. The only way you can make a decision is think about what you want and choose the other thing. Because somebody else controlled your mind to the place that you can't make decisions in life. Hmm? Now, with an individual like that, God has to find your mind. Who are you? What do you want? And the Lord will help you to discover yourself. But the Lord will also help you to know him. You know the joys of knowing him? The joys of knowing him is I don't have to listen to all the other preachers. Because this preacher says this and this preacher says this and this preacher says that and this preacher says that. Hmm? That's that's a simple thing like baptism, right? We're having baptism here in a few minutes. A simple thing like baptism. Some churches say, "You mean you just baptize people just so?" Well, pretty much so. I do so. I just <laughs> baptize them. So, no, nah, they need to go through training. They need to know what baptism's about. I don't even know if I know what baptism's all about. <laughs> all I know is it's a pledge of a good conscience. And here's the thing about baptism. I baptize people many times. Some come back, some don't. You can get them through all the classes. How do you explain to somebody being in water what that means? What's the right way to do it? Uh, some churches say you need to be dressed in white. Uh, or, you know, some churches, you know, you've got you to gotta go to class a whole year or something every Sunday, you know. I've seen them do that and still fall away. Hmm? So here's the thing. All right, should we have classes? Nothing wrong with that. If a church wants to have classes on baptism, that's fine. It might get people anchored a little bit. But what about just 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 baptizing them without all that? Ain't no problem with that either. But you've got to make up your mind what's right.
1: Amen. Huh? Amen. Yes.
0: I don't think most people come to church and say, Hmm, I'm just going to jump in the water. I'm feeling hot. <laughs> they have some conviction in them that this is what they want to do. I think it's a given that you're supposed to get sin out of your life. But you can find churches with many different opinions on baptism. On how to baptize. Some churches say, you know, you you, you christen them when they're small. But some say, no, you need your own personal choice. You don't need your parents throwing you into heaven without your permission. Right? Or maybe somebody's going to rededicate today. I have no problem with that. Some churches have problems with that. I have no problem with that. But you got to make up your own mind. See, I could Google and I would be as nutty as a fruitcake if I listen to everybody at some point I got to pray and I say Lord what should I do and he's going to say alright you make up your mind what do you think (laughs) and then he gives his permission I agree with you I always heard this saying there's more than one way to skin a cat (laughs) I never really wanted to skin a cat so I don't know about that but uh, (laughs) people say stupid things don't they Sometimes we make God so trivial. Yes. Some of you in there, you have mixed de- mixed devotions in your head. You have mixed theology in your head about what is right and what is wrong. Yes. Huh? Some churches say you're not supposed to wear pants in church. Women not supposed to wear pants. Some churches say that. Some churches say. I don't see a problem with them. That's not man's clothing. Right? So you have all these, these, these things coming at you. But what is the Spirit of God saying? I think the main thing is that a church agrees on what their standard is. Uh, and if one church wants to say, no pants for women, and if that's what they want to believe, go to another church yes but this I know I, the, the objective of the thing is, is, about, is about being uh, submissive and, and, and being modest sometimes you got dresses on and you know they're revealing too much too I'd rather see the pants so we can make all these things up as if though are concrete what is God telling you hmm? what's God telling you you no, know, and we talk about jewelry. You know, we got all these things. But what is God telling you? Yes, hmm? You think God's gonna throw somebody into hell because they got some dangly earrings? You know. But if you think so,
1: <laughs>
0: oh Lord, this is one two three four four. <laughs> hmm. Dangle, dangle. <laughs> hmm. Now. If you think those earrings is your beauty Yeah, there's a problem right there See, now now I can say there's a problem there But we can come up with all these things And we want to know, okay God, what am I supposed to do? But sometimes it's about faith, you know It's about faith huh? I think the Lord, the Spirit will tell you whether or not If you've got too much makeup on if you got too many, too long earrings on, yes. Some things is, is a personal thing that you have to make a decision about. And guess what? There's always going to be somebody that comes up. When you think you're standing strong, there's always going to be somebody that comes up and says something. Yes? You go to church with pants on? I mean, you've been going to church 20 years with pants on. Now, come on. you going to church with pants on? Make you feel guilty why did not they make you feel guilty because you didn't really have your mind made up And sometimes the Lord allows things to come at you just so you will make up your mind about what's right and what's wrong. What is God telling you? Hmm? Personally, I think the church is too controlling many times but I't I, I think they, I don't think they're doing it intentionally. I think we just so afraid that he's going to throw all of us into hell. Just because of some little technicality. Huh? Some small thing. I had much rather see a nice attitude. I don't care if you've got earrings. I don't care. If, well, I would prefer not naked, but... That is more important. That that is the thing of God. And sometimes we just make in the church. And when we say the church, we ain't saying the building is rejecting us. We saying the people in the church is always judging and making these decisions. And sometimes it's it's a freedom. It's a freedom. Yes. When when we all look goofy in here, if if we you know I've been to churches. Seriously, I've been to churches everybody wore it black and white yes, yes. black and white no. this church is probably here that dress black and white most likely I know there are in the States when I went to Lesotho in Africa the evangelicals they all dressed black and white I thought I was back in the 60s I thought they didn't have color TV no more is it like <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> hmm? they all had white shirts on I'm sorry that looks weird When everybody got a white shirt on You know it's like it's like it's To me but if that's what you like And I'm coming to your church And I'm going to come back next week Guess what I ain't wearing red I'm going to find me a white shirt i gonna, I going to fit in with you You know sometimes in church It's more about fitting in Than what does the higher power say How do we fit in I've gone to churches before and and dress code is more casual more casual you know i I'm kind of old school i i believe I believe when you come to church, you should wear the best clothes that you got personally i just i don't know i I feel like you know. I shouldn't wear clothes like i'm going to a ball game nothing wrong with that god's at the ball game we got no problem with that but that's that's just me personally but i've gone to churches and, and everybody be dressed in blue jeans and stuff like this and i say all right the jacket's too much today so i would take the jacket off hmm? the objective is to fit in to the family of god that's the objective uh-huh. I think that's even the objective about dress. Our dressing shouldn't be enticing to others. I think that's the bigger issue rather than a particular dress code. Hmm? Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh Looked like she's preaching to you You know Uh-huh Uh-huh mm-hmm. Yes Uh-huh Uh-huh Yeah You know what she said to you? She said you should quit listening To what everybody's saying Tell me that's not a word for you That's a word for you Come out of a baby's mouth See, now she talked to her. Anybody else you want to prophesy to? Uh? What? Uh? Uh? Huh? (laughs) Huh? I don't know who it was, but somebody over there said, stay away from me, you know. I didn't come to church to be exposed this morning. Uh Huh? Everybody's always telling you what to do. See that? Anybody else? Boy, she looking around for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Huh? Aha! Uh-huh. Aha! Uh-huh. See, you don't know. The Lord may be just zoomed in on her. Just if He can speak through a donkey, He can speak through a child. <laughs> Mm hmm. <laughs> you can't let somebody else control your mind. Hmm? Hmm? See, you, you got people in your life. Everybody trying to tell you what to do. Am I talking to anybody else in here? you just don't feel like you got your own mind some people they talk to you and you think you can't even make a decision (laughs) yes men if you ever find a woman and she starts to change what you like to wear start to change what you like to eat You have met the potter from hell. <laughs> They're molding you, you know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You ain't got your own mind, you know. Huh? You can't even drive a car anymore. Slow down. Why are you driving so slow? Been driving a car all your life. You get married, you can't drive a car no more, you know. I'm not just talking about wives. I'm talking about people all together. They, can, they get to interfering with your mind to where you think you can't make a decision. And there's some spiritual people get you to a place where you think you can't even pray and hear from God anymore. I I dislike that. I dislike that. Huh? A lot of times, your experience with me is what God tell you. (laughs) I said, Prophet, what should I do about this? I don't know what God tell you to do. I like to put the blame back on you. (laughs) What God tell you to do? But some spiritual people, they get you to a place. They don't even. They get you where you think you can't even hear God anymore. Now if you've, if you've never heard from God They'll keep you from ever hearing from God Because you think Unless God speaks the way Granny speaks There is no God Huh? Unless God speaks where you Unless God speaks The way Granny wants you to speak The way this one wants you to speak You think there ain't no God You can't make a decision on your own God has never imprisoned you in such a way Amen, amen, amen hmm? Because sometimes you got to learn to make decisions, even if they a wrong decisions. You say, okay, okay, okay. We don't want to do that again. Yes? And then you realize, Lord, you was telling me that. Right? Yes? So you begin to have that relationship with God. Not with man. You don't want nobody controlling your mind. Huh? Yes? And some of you men in here, some of you men in here, you want wives. You want a woman in your life. And you just, you just say... I give you my mind. If you have to give a woman your mind before you get a woman, you ain't married. You enslaved. There ain't no marriage there, huh? Yes, you young man, right there, you young man. See, you you trying to you trying to figure out, okay? You're trying to figure out the ladies, you know. So you're trying to figure out what they want. Before long, you ain't even gonna know who you are. You need to know who you are. Yes? And once you know who you are, then you have to fight the ladies off. (laughs) Mm hmm. (laughs) Hmm? Too many people control your mind Control your mind about business Some of you could be in business today But somebody talked you out of it Somebody controlled your mind Now we understand that you can make mistakes We understand that we pray through things And petition through things But I think everybody knows the point of this message The point of this message is You don't have your own mind you're not making your own decisions in life and listen when you don't make up your mind you in park so don't complain that your life is not going nowhere when you in park Mm. even a bad decision will get you to the right decision but no decision gets you back to no decision you don't go nowhere you just in park you're not moving Sometimes it's better. And that's why the Bible says, let the vile continue to be vile. Huh? Don't stand in the way of sinners. Because sometimes when somebody's got their mind set on sinning, they say there's a sin that leads to death. You shouldn't even pray for those people. Just let them learn. They're going to learn this thing the hard way. The Bible even says, hand this man over to Satan. Sometimes you've got to make some wrong decisions in life before you come to your senses. But you think if I can control everybody I'm going to keep them out of hell. You ain't going to keep them out of hell. Huh? There's many people in church but not of their own mind. Many people in church, you know, they come every Sunday. You know why they come every Sunday? Because if it don't come every Sunday, people going to talk about them. So they come every Sunday to make sure nobody talks about them. And ain't no reason to be in church. That's a good reason to find another one. Oh, that's a good reason. <laughs> not to even care. You say what you want to say about me. Hmm? Until you get your own mind, there is no such thing as freedom. Until you understand that God is not so trivial that you've got to make some decisions in your life. Yes? Someone this afternoon, this afternoon, you think... I wonder what to do with my afternoon. God, what should I do with this afternoon? You're going to start asking that question right after church today. Lord, what should I do this afternoon? And you're going to start asking that question. I don't know, maybe 2.30, we'll see. We're going to start asking that question. What should I do? What should I do? And by 7 o'clock tonight, you ain't going to decide what you want to do. But guess What? It's too late to do anything. Now go home and go to bed and get up and work tomorrow because you just blew your whole afternoon. <laughs> Wondering what? God, what you want me to do this afternoon, Lord? I don't know what, what you want me to do, Lord. I just want to do your will. And you park there all afternoon, ain't doing nothing. Hmm? <laughs> or you park there, you know, you, you're watching YouTube and you're watching Facebook. Hello, you know I'm going to get rich watching Facebook? You ain't gonna make no money at all. You watch YouTube, you're gonna make somebody else some money. Parked is making no decisions. And what do you wanna do? You wanna park and entertain yourself while you parked. While you parked in life, not making a decision. Make a decision and do something. And realize sometimes the Lord is saying, What do you want to do? God can't give you something if you don't know what you want. He gives you something well I don't know if I want this or not. He gives you an idea. But well I don't know. I don't know if this is the right thing to do or not. See, faith does not belong to whims. Faith is making up your mind, Lord. This is what I want to do. Huh? I've I have seen some individuals, especially in the prophetic. I've seen individuals, and uh, you know they say, "I want to start this business," and everybody else thinks they're just greedy because they already got one business. Now they're going to start another business. They're going to keep both business Everybody say they're just greedy. They're just greedy. They're just greedy. You know who's saying they're greedy? in park listen one day they're going to realize that the kingdom of heaven is more than work but for now at least they're doing something in the name of the Lord and who are you to say that's not the way they should live their life if they want to be successful let them be that way but they should be witnessing about God that's what we'd say to people that like to work a lot. you know Other well, people, they come to church, but they work all the time, and you say, "But they should pray more, they should witness about God more. Yes, you should quit complaining about people and witness more yourself." <laughs> <laughs> all right. What I realized about people is we all have this weakness. We all are handicapped, just trying to figure out who's the worst. <laughs> you know, we all have impediments. What is impediment? We have an impediment. What, what is an impediment? Azure coming? You have an impediment? You don't have no impediments? You don't know what the word means?
1: <laughs>
0: impediment. 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 huh. So we all have these impediments in life. Yes? You know, our, our brains don't work good. You know, we're we lazy. We, we we lustful. We have all these things. But all that matters is faith expressing itself through love. Huh? And we should be encouraging each other and helping each other until we find out, you know, what is that right recipe between work and rest? What is the, the right recipe? Huh? Yes? I've told this story a few times. I'm going to tell it from another version. I, I pastored a church one time, and, and there was a man in there, 85 years old. He just gotten married fifth time. So he's 85, been married five times. All his wife died. You know, they they died over the years. You know, and 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 people are talking about this old man. You know. Hello. Some of you ain't got married one time. This man done got married five times. <laughs> And the man, he's he as honest as he could be. He, said, he says, you know, it, it ain't about romance. I just, I just don't like to be alone. And I can't cook very good. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you want to marry me? 85 years old. Married five times. He's not spending all that time on his knees. Lord, should I get married? You going to be dead before long? <laughs> get up and try it. Yes. Stop being afraid about everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trust God. If it's, if it's wrong, the Lord will lead you. The Lord will make something happen so it don't work. Even if you can't hear God good. This is the thing about faith. Faith is not that I always hear what God says, but I always trust God to work through my impediments so it will come out for his glory. Or maybe I say it this way Lord I'm your child Don't let me make you look stupid today Uh, Don't let my impediments get in the way today Uh That's kind of like preaching You get up here and you're scared I don't know if I should say this I don't know if I should say this Next thing you know You done put everybody to sleep in the house (laughs) Because you don't know what to say Hello, say something If you're going to preach, preach if you preach wrong, the Lord says, "Hey, that ain't right." I'm sorry, Lord, but you did something. You made a decision, and just like in preaching. You got to make some decisions, quick decisions. What's going to come out of your mouth? And you got to say, "Okay, Lord, I don't know. Should I say this?" You got to make quick decisions. Yes, I can't say, "Oh, I need to go pray about this." You have to make decisions. You have to trust God in your impediments that you're going to do what's right. It's going to work out. Hmm? Listen, God is so awesome. You can make a bad decision, he'll still turn it out for his glory. Now I'm not talking just, just run out there and do anything you want. We do everything by prayer. But what I'm saying is you getting all these consultants and somebody else controlling your mind and you can't make no decision. Sometimes you want to start a business but other minds are keeping you from starting that business. Hmm. Somebody don't have no faith in you or somebody don't have no faith in nobody. I say ah, the world is terrible. Huh? Huh? You think you, you, you get this great idea you're going to open up a double stand. Mm. And your mama says, but crime is so bad. <laughs> she don't even try to figure out if you can cook doubles. She said, crime is so bad. <laughs> a bad report comes. So now, now in your head, because you ain't got control of your head, you envision yourself getting robbed. And so then you don't do what God was leading you to do. Hmm? Yes. It's good to take counsel, but take counsel from people that's got faith. And know in the ending, you're going to be held accountable for your decision. You've got to make the decision. Hmm? realize you can make mistakes young people realize you can you can make mistakes right so listen to them elders but then pray say Lord hmm? is, is granny just superstitious about everything <laughs> or is, is this you speaking Lord see that's like when this this child was here talking it's like that's some strange language coming out of that child's mouth you know and as that language is coming out I was hearing God speak through that child actually talking to her as strange you may say that's that's strange I used to strange I don't care if you used to strange I used to strange the way that God moves you you don't know who the Lord is speaking through and guiding you and directing you and directing your path Hmm? may the Lord give you your own mind and then may you surrender that mind to Jesus. Say, Lord, what is your will? But don't be surprised if the Lord says, what do you want? Huh? Do you really want to marry this person or you want to wait for another one? Are you going to be happy with this one? See, it's an amazing thing when God says, are you going to be happy with this one? Because when he gives you the freedom to talk then you're honest with yourself and with God and you say, mm, not exactly. I'm just afraid there ain't nobody else. <laughs> uh-huh. So this ain't the one you want to marry. Uh, but I, I just don't want to wait. But this ain't the one you want to marry. See, that's the way God talks to you. He said, no, Lord. Ah, I'm with you. Or you might say, hmm, yeah, I like them, you know. Their nose is a little long, but I, I, I like them. God says, can you live with the nose? Are they faithful, Lord? Yes, they're faithful. Can you live with the nose? All right, Lord, I'll take this one with the nose. Uh, Don't go changing your mind because that's my son you're talking about there, you know. Uh, uh, Don't go changing your mind. That's not Pinocchio. It's not going to grow. It's going to stay that size. You you okay with that? Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing. We don't know that God talks to us. Like that, hmm? so you don't know that you think God just comes with this thunder and tells you exactly what to do. Uh, you think it's like his like his mom or daddy talking? No, the Lord will counsel. Yeah. Hmm? Let's say, for example, you decide to rob a bank. Lord, I want to rob a bank. The Lord might say, "What you gonna do with all that money?" <laughs> huh? Hmm? And you may come up with these. huh uh-huh. but what if you get called? See, that's why. That's the way the Lord. See, the Lord don't come at us with thunder because He knows that if we get pushed, we'll fight back. That's why He died on the cross so we could come lovingly to Him. He talks to us. Hmm? And he'll let you do stupidness. Uh, yes. You say, nah, I want to rob the bank. Lord says, okay, I'll wait in the police car for you. Uh, uh, if that's not true, how do all those people in prison get saved? Lord says, Okay, let's let's rob the bank. Let's let's do it. And then you and Jesus locked up.
1: Uh, mm-hmm
0: hmm. hmm. See, and, and some of these young men, they got some dumb things in their head, you know. Uh, you, you need to watch some of these young men. They got some dumb things in their head, you know. Uh, they get you all tied up with them, and then, hmm. Sometimes the Lord's saying, hey. But maybe Mama says, I don't like that one. So when God says, "You sure about that?" When you think as Mama talking, "Hey, Mama talking," now God talking. See, that's the way the Lord speaks to you, because He knows we are rebellious people. anybody hear me? That's why sometimes you just go out and you just, you know, you just talk to God. Sometimes your flesh is so rebellious you can't get down on your knees, you know. You get down on your knees, you think you're 80 years old. Your knees get to hurting. Sometimes you just need to go out and talk with God. Say, Lord, I don't know what's going on in my life. Looks like everybody against me. And you watch the Holy Spirit just counsel to counsel with you. And then he'll begin to show you, ain't nobody against you. Uh, but he starts off easy with you. Huh? Uh, you know how many people should have been killed yesterday you know how many people were supposed to die yesterday the Lord went and talked to them hmm? I know two individuals more than two but I know two particular individuals I pastored a church one time and I, I, I went to minister to this guy's wife and uh uh, he didn't come to church but she come to church of course you know all the wives will want you to save their husbands so I went and talked to him truthfully I, I don't think he come to church with his wife because I, I think he enjoyed that time by himself <laughs> but that's beside the point anyway he, he, gave, he gave me this testimony and he said you know that he was about to kill somebody once he none got in the car got the gun and these two testimonies are almost identical was going to kill somebody then pulled up outside their house was going to shoot them and a pastor that had ministered to him a few times he said this pastor came up and got in the side of the car with him so he was parked outside this person's house he was going to get out of the car and go shoot the person so and so this pastor came along that he knew that had talked to him a few times and opened the door and just sat in the car with him of course there was Jesus in this pastor you know because later on when the man said something to the pastor the pastor said it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> so the pastor gets in the car and says what you doing <laughs> is it? You know what I'm doing. I go kill this man. Uh-huh. Your gun loaded? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So what do you think going to happen afterwards? You know, you know that's not the right thing to do. So the man went back home. I think a year or so later, if I remember the story correctly, he said, Pastor, how did you know I was going to do that that night? And the pastor didn't have a clue. He wasn't even there, you know. But see, this man, the only way he knew God was in the form of this pastor. Also, when I went to Kenya, there was this pastor that had uh, he had uh, like 400 churches under him. Small churches, but 400 of them. And he gave me his testimony how he got saved he was going to kill somebody he had had his gun he was going to kill somebody sitting outside in the car with his gun but in that case he said the Lord just came and started talking to him in the car he's right there on that decision he's gonna get out of that car and kill somebody hmm? but the Lord saved him right there in that car that's when he started preaching Mm. now I don't know I don't know if the Lord saved him too good because this pastor he had some anger about him still you know he had 400 churches he was rough you know (laughs) he was rough mm. evidently some people need rough
1: pastors
0: (laughs) you know how many people should have died yesterday you know how many people should have made a stupid decision yesterday one of them might have been you the Lord come and but you give credit to your mind you know It's actually the Lord come and talk to you hmm? rescued you
1: hmm?
0: don't tell me God ain't ever canceled you in the late in the midnight hour huh he don't come in as a you evangelical you Pentecostal you may not even go to church hmm? your church might be a reefer tree but the Holy Spirit will still come and counsel with you and say hey Hmm? or sometimes an angel will come through somebody and they'll come and talk to you because something happened to our mind we got a thought in our mind that wasn't us and you know when you made that right decision to do what's right that was really you That other mind was not you. That other mind was somebody else. Uh? And no matter what you're doing in life, the Lord will come and talk to you. Some people might be pushing you to marry this person or go out with this person, but the Lord will come and say, hey, that's not you. That's not you. Hmm? But here's the thing. You can't force people to make good decisions you can only counsel them to make good decisions yes but after enough wrong decisions you find they're easier to counsel anybody understand what I'm saying after a person has made enough wrong decisions and yeah, they might be willing to listen now I think the Lord is really more concerned about the end result He don't want to see you learn things the hard way, but if that's what has to happen. But here's the thing is to find your own mind. Uh, When you find your own mind and you submit that to God and you realize the Lord ain't up there just forbidding you to have fun, but he's up there protecting you and guiding you to make wise decisions and prosperous decisions that he is for you. He's not trying to control your life. He's trying to save your life. Uh, hmm? And everything is not about just what makes him happy. If Jesus gave wine to drunks, come on. If he gave wine to drunks, Give them good wine. I mean heaven's power turned water into wine. Some people get caught up in the the, Wow, Jesus did a miracle. He turned water into wine. That's not the miracle. You know what the miracle is? The miracle is he gives, he drunks more wine. (laughs) Isn't that the big miracle? Ah. Even has mercy on drunks They want to party? All right, y'all party. Y'all going to do stupidness, you know. Hmm? When you have faith, may you get your own mind back. and may from this moment you understand how awesome God is and maybe he wants you to make a decision and get your mind and get your life out of park when you say ain't nothing going on in my life it's probably because you're parked yes or you just don't have eyes to see the blessings that you have and in that case the Lord will open your eyes but sometimes your life is right there because you ain't made a decision young people sometimes your life ain't going nowhere because you ain't decided to be good or to be evil you ain't decided to go right or wrong yet Hmm? now that might be a blessed place I suggest you make the right decision but we need to understand that the Lord is ministering to you there's nobody the Lord is not ministering to otherwise you could be innocent and the Bible says that none are innocent. No one has an excuse. So that means God has ministered to you about making the right decision. Now quit taking on the stress and the pressure and do the right thing. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for this wonderful word. Hmm. See, it kind of leaves you dangling a little bit. I must admit, you know, sometimes I want to say, Lord, tell me what to do. But sometimes the Lord says, "What do you want to do? Hmm? What do you want to do? You want to stay? You want to go? What What do you want to do?
1: Amen." Amen.